AOA Podcast back for another episode. Welcome in, everybody, as we begin yet another week in Crazy Town. Uh, the Bud Light controversy continues with Anheuser-Busch, Budweiser, and the whole uh, army of brands that they have. We've got a new Bud commercial, which is causing a bit of a stir. Uh, plus this crazy story about this YouTuber whose mom was, like, allegedly abusing her whole little crew. Really disturbing stuff going on in this YouTube uh, story. So we'll get into that. Plus, uh, we can share with you the personal net worth of King Charles. Alec Baldwin settles his case. Army Hammer's case is going to the Los Angeles DA. What the heck is going on with Jamie Foxx, who's been hospitalized for over a week? Kendall Roy's apartment is up for sale. And even Google CEO admits that AI is completely out of control. That, my friends, is a podcast. I still haven't gotten over the Succession episode from two weeks ago, let alone last night's episode. But Kendall Roy's apartment was uh, featured prominently in that show. And uh, we'll talk about it because it's up for sale. You'll never guess just how much. Uh, Bud Light controversy continues. The Dylan Mulvaney, um, the Dylan Mulvaney influencer deal. What I didn't realize until this past weekend was I was watching it. The Dylan Mulvaney um, plug, if you will, sponsorship deal. It was like a 14 second video or something crazy like that. Like it was so nothingness. And like Bud Light sent her a can with her face on it. Like they sent from what i understand a bunch of those out to a bunch of people like that's just in their you know arsenal of marketing material they just go oh we got an influencer we could put their face on the can and send it out it'll be fine and who knew we'd be talking about it three weeks after the fact and people are still you know losing their shit over everything um, welcome in all of you who are watching live with us. Appreciate that as always. Laura Ossiani, I see Funky Monkey, Brass Monkey, Bird, Chris, Mercury, Robin, Shannon. Oh my goodness, everybody's here. Victoria, welcome in everybody. Appreciate you guys as always. Well, today, or I should say over the weekend, Budweiser released a new, what they're describing as pro-America commercial. And they brought back the iconic Clydesdales, which I felt like they had retired. I don't know if I'm making that up in my own head, but it felt like they were moving away from the Clydesdales for a while there. Funny story about the Clydesdales. I went to, <clears throat> would have been St. Louis. I think it's Colorado because Bud, Bud Light, Budweiser, if you don't know, Anheuser-Busch, they have a few... Now they have a lot of breweries because they bought all the microbreweries in the last like 10, 15 years. That was the big move, buying up all the microbreweries. But years ago, 20, 30 years ago, they had like three or four big ones. I think St. Louis, Colorado, they had a bunch of breweries who would make the beer and they would supply it out to the rest of the country. Interestingly enough, the, the head brewers, what they would do is they would literally fly from Colorado to St. Louis and whatever 
um, because what they did was because they were making the beer in different places, but they wanted to assure that the quality was the same. There would be a bunch of brewers that would just fly around the country tasting the different batches of beer that they were making. So it was somebody's job to taste the beer in Colorado and get on a plane and go to St. Louis, taste the beer again, get on a plane. Maybe it was like New York or so. I forget where the other one was. Go to the other brewery, taste that beer to make sure that the quality was even across the board. I went on a tour at the Colorado brewery. That's where I learned this when I was much younger before I was able to start drinking beer. And then I remember when I started drinking beer and then actually had really good beer thinking to myself, why would they waste that much time to make sure that the piss water tastes good? I don't understand it. Like if you're making a real beer, okay, fine. But they're basically, I mean, Bud Light is just piss water. So I don't, but they had to listen, they were dedicated to poor quality assurance. Quality assurance is still quality assurance, even though it's poor quality assurance. So anyway, back to my story. I'm in the brewery in Colorado and the tour guide is like taking everybody around and she takes us to the area where they had a couple of Clydesdales and she's standing in front of the, I don't want to say a cage, but there were bars, you know, they were behind the bars, the Clydesdales. So she's standing in front of the cage and she's explaining her story And just like as if somebody on SNL or Mel Brooks wrote it, the Clydesdale behind her starts to get a, uh -uh, you know, he's feeling pretty happy about the whole situation and gets, I mean, have you ever seen a horse's, you know, it was huge. And there he was standing behind her with this massive horse erection. And uh, it, like everybody is losing their minds, giggling and laughing their ass off. And this poor girl is explaining the history of the Clydesdale, has no idea what's going on until she finally realizes, turns around and sees the thing right in her face. She just goes, oh, my. <laughs> now, as a 10-year-old kid, that's hysterical. I mean, any 10-year-old kid's going to laugh. She's in front of a group of like 40 people on this little private door. Everybody was in stitches over the whole situation. It was kind of a hilarious uh, story. Anyway, I digress. Uh, so they brought the Clydesdales. But, but, and now I, every time I see the Clydesdale, I think of a a big horse erection. What are you going to do? I mean, these are things I wish I wasn't saying in the first six minutes of the podcast, but this is where we are. Um, so they they broke out the big guns here at Budweiser, and they released this commercial. And it is very pro merca very like, you know, land of the free, home of the brave. As Frank and I were joking on the last episode, we love to talk about ourselves here in America. Nothing nothing wrong with that, but we love a good, let's talk about how great America is and how free we are and all that jazz. We love it. That riles us up, that shit. Um, and that's basically what they've done here, Budweiser, in commercial form. So they got the Clydesdale and the Clydesdale's running through America doing the whole America thing and the Purple Mountains Majesty, um, you know, and the, uh, you know, our roots go back to all these years. It was basically the next step in the, you know, the statement that we read to you on the last episode. It was the commercial version, next step version of that Um totally down the middle statement that was released. Here's a little listen to the commercial here. 
like scenes of the, you know. Let me tell you a story about a beer rooted in the heart of America. The heart of America. Found in a community where a handshake is a sure contract. Brewed. What's more American than a handshake contract? Just a handshake deal, am I right? America. For those who found opportunity in challenge and hope in tomorrow. Raised by generation. You know, the fucking horses going through, like I said, Purple Mountain's Majesty. I think at one point it walks by the Jefferson Memorial. Like, I mean, every, every, you know, thing that we could be proud of. This, this Clydesdale's rolling through. Willing to sip, share, risk, remember. I have to stop it there. There's a risk. You hear the guy say, remember, when when he says risk, the horse is going over the Brooklyn Bridge. When he says, remember, it's a shot of the uh, of Freedom Tower. I don't love it. I don't love it. Feels like we are, you know, listen, I mean, if this feels like we're doing the best we can to please the people who are upset that a tranny was on a fucking Bud Light can. And now we're going to use 9-11 as a like, hey, remember how America we are? I, maybe I'm leaping here. You tell me. But it feels on the smidge side of disingenuine. Like if I'm in the room and we're writing this ad together and I got to calm Ralphie down from adding in all the extra Americas, I'm going to say, hey, why don't we skip the Trade Center part? Let's let's move past this. Feels like gray gray area, uncharted territory. Let's not make a big deal out of it. We could just avoid. We could we could show new. We there's always the Statue of Liberty, you know. If we need to be all America, we could use the Statue of Liberty. We don't necessarily need to use um, 9/11 and the Trade Center and the Freedom Tower to get us past the fact that oopsie, we put a transgender person on a can and now all the patriots are upset, you know. Uh, I wouldn't have done that. They did. Whatever. Here's the last 14 seconds. This is a story bigger than beer. This is the story of the American spirit. And then it says this buds for you on the thing. So it's a story that's bigger than beer. Mm, is it? It's a story of, oh, the marketing department was trying to reach other people than frat boys who they've been reaching for the last 20 years who have abandoned our beer altogether. So we put a transgender person on there and then Kid Rock got upset. That's kind of the story. <laughs> That's kind of the story. I don't know if this story is about American spirit as much as it's a old oh, whoopsie daisy with the marketing department. We've upset Kid Rock and now all the patriots are upset. I don't know. You know, I don't know. You could you could call me out for being just as much full of shit as the Patriots are for saying, hey, maybe you shouldn't have done the September 11th thing. Um, it's 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 if somebody said, Aunt, you're reaching, I would I would probably relent. But I couldn't help it in that moment because I, I when I started watching the commercial, I was like, boy, I hope they don't do the whole Trade Center thing, because remember, it was a big moment for us post 9-11 when the Clydesdales were in that Super Bowl commercial and they rode to the thing. And it was like you were, it was kind of emotional when they rode, you know, to where the trade towers were and they kind of like did the whole Neil thing. It was like a moment. 
you know, for everybody who has been through it, for for New Yorkers who were really close to it, the Clydesdales in the Super Bowl that year was kind of a moment. So now to see them being like, you know, hey, sorry, uh, sorry, bigots, sorry, 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 we put a transgender person on the Bud Light and we upset Kid Rock. Um, bit much for me. I don't know. I don't know if I'd use the Trade Center to uh, apologize to Kid Rock. Um, but hey, that's me. And there's a reason why they haven't hired me for the head of marketing over at Bud Light. Because if I'll tell you what, if I was in that department right now and they're like, Aunt, what should we do? I'd say, let's get the, let's get an average looking New Yorker to walk on screen and be like, we put a tranny on our cans. You don't like it? Go fuck yourself. And that would be, that would be my 60 second spot. That would be it. That's how I would ride that little spot. I would maybe even use Janine. I'd get Janine in there to be like, hey, we put a tranny on the can. You don't like it? Go fuck yourself. That's just me, though. That's the kind of wacky... I'm liberal pussy. <laughs> I thought Frank was gone tonight. Frank, well, Frank, is, Frank is hosting a <laughs> Star Wars meets Metallica fan fiction podcast. I'm convinced of it. That's what he's doing on Monday nights now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The absolute biggest fans of Metallica and Star Wars (coughs) Star Wars combined plus trans rights now if you can find this all three at the same time I don't know I don't know what to tell you I think Frank's on a serial podcast where James Hetfield sleeps with all the hot chicks from Star Wars Uh I think that's what he's yeah (laughs) what Princess Leia. Is there another one? Who did Natalie Portman play? Ugh, I don't like her. You don't like her? And she looked not good in those Star Wars movies. It's Long Island's own. Carefully. You could run into her at the market there. She, she probably hasn't stepped foot on Long Island in since she went to Hollywood. Yeah, She's probably. like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> no need your bullshit. Um, you don't like my idea to have somebody come on screen and be like, yeah, we put a tranny on the can. Go fuck yourself. I like that idea. That's a spot sure. I can rally behind. Sure. You don't like it? <laughs> you don't like it? Um, probably for Spike Seltzer, since that's more of a girly drink, right? Yeah, mm. I guess so. <laughs> Robin, Frank's Poker Night is now on Monday nights. Probably. <laughs> He's doing whatever he can to avoid having you come to the game. I know, right? And it's hurtful. Shit, Janine, you can't make it? Shucks. Uh, did you see the Budweiser commercial? The No. Yeah, I think it's pandering a little bit. I mean, if I was against, even if I was against the Dylan Mulvaney thing, which I'm not, I would feel like you, you're just pandering to me, like with this fucking no, patriotic. Just... Yeah, drawing it out. Yeah. It? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Should I yeah. answer in Frank? I think it's a great idea. <laughs> Why are you picking on Frank? Because <laughs> he's not here, obviously. Got it. Got it. Yeah, Frank was all into the apology that the CEO left, and I was surprised by that because I thought he would hate it because the CEO didn't condemn the this whole, like, backlash. Frank, wait, he, he liked the apology? He liked the apology. Frank loves any apology. This is true, though. I'm trying to think about this. He He thinks that... He thinks that if you're wrong, you should still apologize. And then it'll just make it better. 
Well, yeah, that's kind of I mean, true. in certain situations, right? If you're wrong, you should apologize. <laughs> but if you're a... no, no, if you're not wrong, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, if you're not wrong, you should apologize. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, beat my drum. I see Ant has recovered since Saturday night. We had quite the <coughs> 420 show take place on Saturday night. Um, if you didn't see it, if you weren't a member and you didn't see it, you will see it on 420. But the members got a little early peek into it. Actually, I shouldn't even say you'll see it on 420. It still needs to be reviewed because uh, it was up oh, there. What were you talking about? Whew. We were talking about, let me tell you something. I finally discovered what Frank's true love is. Spoiler alert. It's not his wife or his dog. Or Metallica or Star Wars. Or Metallica or Star Wars. Yes. I found something that made Frank's face light up brighter than when he talks about all four of those things. Free Snapple for a year. It's not even more so than that. Free Arizona for for a year. More so than that. What could it be? I uh, can't say. <coughs> Somebody in the chat does have it, but I I will not be uh, pointing it out because I want everybody to tune in on Thursday and and have a look see at what it is. All right, Jay Sabs, you're on the YouTube's, you're in the TikToks, you're with all the cool kids. Have you ever heard of a young lady? By the name of Piper Raquel. I don't think so. Hold on. I have to look, I have to look her up quick just to see. Maybe I do. Take a look. 15-year-old burgeoning young YouTuber. See, that's why uh, you guys have the same music taste. That's why, you know, if there was, if, if we were at a Sweet 16, you would be with Piper's crew, not <laughs> so much mine and Frank's crew. I see. Okay. You know but what I'm saying? Yes. That's you'd be on that side of the dance floor. So I'm surprised you don't know Piper. But Piper has a big, huge YouTube following. Piper's Piper's 15. Okay. Uh, Piper's mom is a young lady by the name of Tiffany Smith, who is being sued and accused of harassment, molestation, and abuse. <gasps> For what? The big three, I like to call it. Um the have you heard this term momager the mom manager <coughs> i have the momager earned the reputation of being a mean-spirited control freak whose interactions with content creators were not only sexually inappropriate and confrontational but often reprehensible and illegal according to the suit that was filed um who filed the suit the piper squad these are all piper's little friends they're looking, they're seeking $22 million in damages from Smith, her boyfriend, Hunter Hill, uh, who's also involved in the production of Piper's channel. The complaint accuses Smith of making shocking remarks about the teen's genitalia, uh, including uh, one content maker asking one content maker how long his penis was. I see nothing wrong with that. Go I ahead. know, I was just going to say, these are things that Janine's not going <laughs> to. Not gonna even bat an eye at. Well, it was a kid, though. I mean, you, I, I get you asking a person your own age that, but it, it was a kid. That's not really a great yeah. look. She also said that one of the other friends was flat chested. Um, it gets considerably worse that at worse than this. In another disturbing instance, 
The complaint claims that Smith mailed an unknown man her daughter's underwear because, quote, old men like to smell this stuff. It, okay, that is where I might draw the line. She was also accused of touching the legs, thighs, and buttocks of the children inappropriately and encouraging the teens to be sexually aggressive during video shoots to make the staged romantic connection look more real. So, now I never heard of Piper until today, so I go to her YouTube channel to see, and the first video that pops up is her is her and another little girl and the beginning this starts with her saying the video starts with her saying we're going to fight over my ex-boyfriend and then it's just like a bunch of clips of them screaming at each other over this guy who is now standing in the room i i, I don't i don't know if that's what kids are into but it looked like a poorly produced kardashian episode okay so they're like want to be kardashians but yo much younger basically. yeah yeah, much younger, but it was like totally fabricated. Like she was like, "We're gonna fight in this episode," and then it was just another thirty seconds of them fighting over the boyfriend, mm. which I didn't get up. Yeah. Uh oh. Hold on, my daughter. Is yeah, like go ahead. Really fucking annoying. Go ahead. She's like yelling, and my husband, I don't know, probably taking his fifteenth shit of the day, and so that means he's been in there fifteen hours today. <laughs> I don't want to blow up anybody's Wait. spot, but we go there to hide what? sometimes. <laughs> yeah, you think? <laughs> He's blowing up the bathroom and his spot. I'll be right back. Because... Yeah, go. go ahead. There you go. Oh, I muted myself instead of Janine. Look at me. Don't tell anybody. I've been doing this for 15 years. All right, anyway, uh, here's, a, here's super disturbing. If we could do better than the underwear bit. She was accused of touching the legs and thighs and buttocks of the children inappropriately and encouraging the teens to be... Oh, I already read that part, didn't I? Um, uh, let me see here. There was one where... Uh, where did I write it down? By the way, her photo was on the, uh, the cover of this YouTube video, our YouTube video, this cover of this episode on YouTube and Facebook. Uh, the photo of the mom is on there, and she just... All these crimes are alleged. <laughs> Don't sue me. She looks like a fucking creeper. She just looks like there's something wrong with her. Um, shit, I can't find the thing where I wrote it down. At one point, she like touched the inner thigh of like this little girl or something. It was just really just brutally bizarre, fucking disturbing shit. But how like mentally twisted do you have to be to take your teenage daughter's underwear and send it to some fucking guy i mean it's weird to do that it's even weirder to do it and brag it to people like it's one thing to be twisted enough to do something that fucked up but then to just go hey everybody you know what i did today i mailed my uh, underage daughter's underwear to some guy that is on a whole new level of fucking craziness if you ask me I mean, we used to think that the old, the moms of the fucking pageant people were nuts. These YouTube moms, they're on a whole new level of crazy. I mean, a whole new level of absurdity and insanity. They never paid any of these other kids, so they owe them money for that. Although the kids acknowledge that they, they weren't, they didn't, they didn't have a contract to get paid. Um, allegedly, 
after they broke out on their own and they weren't doing well, they found out that the boyfriend was like sabotaging their channel somehow, which again, our show is on YouTube. I don't know how he figured that out, but allegedly he did. So um, there's a lot going on here and I could just kind of see this thing blowing up into a huge story. But when I started reading the stuff that the mom did, I was like, holy shit. I mean, if there's any footage of this lying around, which when you're in a YouTube world, I don't know if you've seen like some of these like YouTube houses or TikTok houses, but everybody's sitting there with a fucking phone pointed at you and they're recording at every moment. Um, somebody's bound to have some of this stuff on camera somewhere of her talking about this stuff. So not looking great. Trial for her was supposed to start today. It's been pushed back until November. So we'll see what comes about with uh, young Tiffany Smith here. Um, but right now things do not look good for her and do not look good. I wouldn't be, uh, I wouldn't be feeling great if I was Piper Raquel here. Um, King Charles's personal net worth. We got a lot of people from England, so I'm glad we're doing a lot of English stories. Uh, King Charles coronation coming up. It's a big deal. A lot of people talking about it. A lot of people excited. We've already started talking about it. I said the concert a little bit underwhelming. You know, you'd think Elton John, you'd think Paul McCartney, you think, you know, Queen, mm -mm, Katy Perry. Again, no slight against Katy Perry. She's wonderful, uh, but she's American. I th You'd think that they get some, you know, some British pride going in there. Ringo, perhaps. I don't know. Um, but um, according to the Sunday Times, they've got the net worth of King Charles. And would you believe it if I told you? that King Charles is worth more than the queen was. Would that be shocking to you? Now, most women are going to be like, no, man, uh, we'd ever get paid equally. So I'm not surprised to hear that the queen's making less than now her son is making. But uh, the fact of the matter is it is true. Uh, according to the Sunday Times, Queen Elizabeth, who passed away in September at the age of 96, calculated her net worth at $460 million. King Charles's net worth is around $745 million. Um, since this story came out, everybody reached out to the royal family for comment. Of course, they uh, refused. Many factors go into calculating the king's own fortune, including two private royal estates known as the Duchies and the Sandringham Estate and Balmoral Castle. Sorry, English people, if I'm butchering this. Um. Uh, he's got the. I'm forget it. I'm not even going to say it. Not even going to say it. I was going to read some more locations, and I just realized I'm going to have the whole country upset at me. Uh, if that was the case. Uh, but when King Charles was in charge of the Duchy, Duchy, how do you say it? Somebody help me. D u c h y of Cornwall. He made them a significant profit. He increased their annual earnings 42% between 2011 and 2022, according to the Sunday Times. During that same time frame, uh, the riches grew from 1.04 billion pounds, which is almost 50%, the outlet reported, Sunday Times. According to them, much of this was due to the revenue that came from renting commercial properties. I'm back. Jay Sams is back. There you go. 
Um, we're talking about King Charles is worth $745 million. Damn. Way more than the queen was worth. Really? Yeah. Hmm. It's fucking killing it. And the event, he's renting out properties. Who knew? Hmm. Smart so pres- investor, too. What? Smart investor, too. Yeah, a president does that, tries to rent out the old Lincoln bedroom, and he gets in trouble for it. But a the king, mean, king can do whatever they want. Did you hear this latest thing that Kate is blaming Megan for the fact that she wasn't there during the queen's death? Oh, yeah. Apparently, this is part of the the thing between them that Megan was going. Harry wanted to bring her, and King Charles didn't want her there. So he said, "It's the deathbed's not for significant others, only the kids and the grandkids." Mm. Which makes zero. So now mom can't even go when the kids are going. Like that's weird. So come on. So Kate wasn't there, and she's all pissed off now because she's blaming Megan for that whole thing. Women, right? It's fucked up. They have nothing better else to do, right? It's weird though how family shit just gets petty and really gets in the way of everything. Even even with the fucking royalty, see, even with that much money, there's still family drama. Yeah, and they. they (laughs) And they can figure it out. Are you okay? You've been coughing for the last no, I don't 16 know. What the weeks. Hell? I think my <laughs> probably long COVID. Well, I'll tell you something. I probably did have COVID a couple of weeks ago, but there was no way in hell I was testing. There was absolutely <laughs> no way in hell I was testing. No, um, I still have, well, now it's from my allergies. I think originally it started from my allergies too. And then it just developed into I don't know probably wait COVID started from your allergies or just your cold, just just um (laughs) cold. I think I had allergies and then it got I got a cold like it developed into a cold like an infection, and then um, I still have a lingering. I think it's it's an allergy cough though. Mm. So, but you won't take a COVID test for what? It's been three weeks now, (laughs) and you're still coughing. Did you go to the doctor? I did go because I had such a dry, annoying cough. Hmm. And they gave me a steroid. Um, but I, allergy season, I start coughing as soon as I wake up. It's Do you bad. Have allergies? Allergy. Is, I feel like this has been a bad couple of days. Like the last, since that first day where it was like 85 and, yep. and now it's been in this weird 60 70 territory everybody's all messed up when it's not humid my allergies are bad when it's humid i'm fine Hmm. but here's the thing like you know oh you know you're supposed to take an allergy pill every single day but then you get other side effects from the allergy pill so it's like sometimes is it even worth it (laughs) no it's even worth it it's really not my knees hurt now when it gets damp outside. Welcome to 40. This fucking sucks. <laughs> feel like an old timer, big time. You know what I want to do one day? What? I want to record myself dancing at this in the gym and I'm going to play it on here. It's embarrassing? To make oh. everybody laugh. A lot of creaking and cracking? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. No. 
No, 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 no. When I dance now, it sounds <laughs> like a medieval ship crossing the Atlantic. <laughs> yeah. Um. What was I going to say? Oh, so, no. My allergies are just bothering me, and I have a headache, too. But whatever. All right. Whatever. Um, it feels like there's a good chance to bring up Jamie Foxx because we don't... Could, could segue right into someone who's who's <laughs> who's really sick, but they're not saying. Yeah, they're not saying. Okay, what is that all about? So they he was filming a movie. They took him off the movie. He's been hospitalized. And now it's like, oh, I hope he's okay. I, I totally lost track of time. His kid came out and said they're running tests, and that's all they said. And now it's like been like a week. I think he's in a coma. You think he's in a coma? Yeah, I do. I think that either he had a heart attack or a stroke and he's in a coma. They're, they're, not, they're not saying what happened exactly. A medical, what did they, what did they say? They're saying he experienced a medical complication. What the fuck is that? I had a medical complication a couple of weeks ago when I started coughing. You don't <laughs> see me saying that. <laughs> <coughs> now look at you. I'm concerned. Yeah, so an insider told CNN that he's under observation and they're still trying to figure out what exactly happened. Um, they use this term when, like, presidents die and they don't want to say it just yet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But isn't it weird that nobody's talking about this? Like, Jamie Foxx is beloved. I know. Oscar winner, like, all this crazy. And nobody's talking about the fact that the guy's been in the hospital for a week and nobody knows what the hell for. That's suspicious. Very suspicious. As soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, he's like in a coma. Yeah. 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 I'm worried about Jamie. If we lose Jamie Foxx, I'm telling you. It oh, just, no. It's over for me then. It's over for all of us. Yeah. If there was, look, here's the sad part. If there was one person that could pull us out of this Bud Light drama, it was Jamie Foxx. And now it's just. Hello. Shakespearean timing fucks us again. <laughs> um. Alec Baldwin <laughs> settled his suit in a sealed settlement. So we're never going to find out what the fuck happened there. But Oh, speaking of this, speaking of court, I have a court date tomorrow. For not, I, I don't want, there's six things I could ask you about. Which one is this for? Not the speeding, because I, you know, I paid that like a bitch. A um, couple of weeks ago, all right, this is my this is the roommate's fault. Sorry. I had gotten a new um, registration sticker. I asked the roommate maybe 15 times to put it on. He didn't put it on. I park in the town of a parking lot. I ran in to get in, in the Mexican place to get salsa, right? Literally ran in. I was gone two minutes. I come out a fucking ticket. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So wait, were you in? It was a patchwork. No, oh. it was Babylon. Babylon. Okay. Now, I have proof that I bought the registration back in January. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to. Well, part of the reason why I didn't really push him to put it on is because I have a recall on my car. And they had to take off the hood and possibly the window. So. You might have something here. 
I didn't want to, I didn't want to put it on because let, let, okay. So last year uh, I had a crack on my windshield. They had to take the stickers off. They put the stickers back on. It was when you, when you take that sticker off and you put it back on, it's not good. It's never the same. This this is why, this is why I won't have an orgy. Right. Once you, once you cross that line, it's, that's it. It's over. Two days later. After I got my new windshield, guess what? Another rock hits my windshield and I had to get it replaced again. So the guy said to me, he's like, I'm really sorry. I'm, he's like, it's not going to be great. He's like, and he said something about not using tape on it. So I was like, okay, fine, whatever. So it's, it kind of, it's been looking shitty the whole year. Anyway, get a new one. I didn't, I didn't do it yet. Cause I, I didn't want the same thing to happen as last year. Right. So they, someone I was talking to <laughs> said, um, if you show proof that you bought the registration before it was up, then they'll either lessen it or take it away. I don't know how true that is. What do you think? Uh, well, was this person a police officer who no. told you this? Well, then, then I don't have a lot of confidence in it. <clears throat> so I'm going to try and I'm going to bring my kids with me for. <laughs> there you go. Okay. There you go. That's how you do that. Uh, Miss Fitchester, are you that lazy to peel a sticker and put it on? I'm not, but I've never done it because, well, that's not true. I tried to do it once and it came out horrible. And I was like, I am not doing this again. So, sorry. I My husband has the touch to do that. He does. That's one thing he has a touch for. Listen, as much as I'd love to pile on you here. Um, cause you do deserve it. I will defend you because there are certain things in a marriage that are the husband's problem or the wife's problem. It's different in every marriage, but in every marriage side A and side B carve out certain responsibilities and you just do not cross those lines. Yep. Yep. And in fact, if you ever do cross those lines, it's to point out to the other person, you're dropping the ball over here. Right. So stickers on the windshield, I can see, just judging you guys from from afar, how that could be his responsibility. Yep. But that being said, because that's my responsibility in this house. That being said, my wife is fully aware that a simple task like sticking a sticker on a window could take up to three to four weeks to accomplish. (laughs) See, so the same thing. It's like like you're dealing with New York City when you're dealing with a husband. You just got to wait on it sometimes. So we shall see if I do have any sort of case. Um, maybe I'll start crying. Who knows? You should cry. Who knows? Um, but it's not a cheap ticket. It's $100. You should cry. You should teach your daughters to, to start crying and be like, are we poor now? Because we don't have any money. Because the court took right. it from us. I bet you that these people in the chat who don't live in New York would be shocked oh, the, you know, how much the registration is. Take Should they take a guess? I don't even know how much the registration is. <gasps> you, you just put the tick. She does the registration and you just put the ticket on the windshield. Five That's weeks right. Later. There it is. Those are the responsibilities. <clears throat> want to take a guess? Here's what I, yeah, I want everybody to start guessing. I'm giving them a little time. 
Here's what I don't think people really don't understand is how many times we have to deal with a broken windshield here on Long Island. <laughs> I know it's true. Because our roads are just, oh, shit. And there's rocks everywhere and there's just big trucks everywhere. You don't know how mad I was after windshield was fixed, driving on the LIE. And it was right after it was it was about this time last year because they were doing road work after doing the work the roads over yeah and this rock hits my windshield oh i know it it's at the point now where when a rock does break my windshield i look at it and i go it's just not enough to make me go to the windshield place and by the way all of our insurance has those has that shit covered all we have to do is make a phone call to get that windshield replaced and it doesn't cost us anything i know but and we still can't do it it was funny because when i called last year for the second time they were like oh wait you just got it fixed right i was like yeah i got another rock and they were like oh i'm sorry i was like well yeah. sorry for you guys you have to come back out but uh, we're seeing 1200 i think that's that was a joke from bird 120 80 500 christine's close with 120 right is it more is it like two something it's 228 228 yeah that's bullshit i'm telling you i when i went down to virginia beach i get in the car with this guy and he's explaining to me and he goes is it true that you guys have to pay to get to your beaches and i was like well, of course like because we just grew up with that and he's like man that's crazy and you could tell like we lived in a different america like he was just like you should we shouldn't have to pay for that shit. <clears throat> someone else said that too someone else said you have to pay to go to the beaches on long island like they're not florida beaches it was like, it's true it's it's you know yeah i won't say they're terrible but <sighs> okay i think the worst the worst beach to pay is Long Beach because you have to pay per person to get on the beach. Is that right? Yep. And I got news for you. Fairly short beach. I don't know who named that fucker from the from the get go, but it is not that long. I wonder how much it is now. Um, at one point, it was $12 per person. $12? Uh-huh. Um. Do you feel like, I don't want to start complaining like an old man here, but do you feel like every time you walk out of the house, it, it's $150? Yep. Oh, it's $15 now per person. It is. <clears throat> what are we doing here? Every time I walk out of the house, I'm just, I come back home and I go, I think I just spent $150 on mostly nothing. Right. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know what it is. It's just $150 every time I leave the house. Like, just to take the kids out for an entertaining afternoon, it's $150. Yep. It's like, I don't know how we got here. Oh, yeah. We elected Biden. Thanks yep. a lot, Biden. <clears throat> Thanks, Biden. Ruined everything in two and a half years. Um, Army Hammer has got his case going to the uh, DA in Los Angeles. Not great. All those allegations, that's going to pile up on him. So we're going to keep our eye on that. I just want to let everybody know. Speaking of crazy costs, do you watch uh, Succession, Janine? No, I still didn't start it yet. All right. <clears throat> Not a not a spoiler here, but uh, Succession is about uh, this family enterprise and who, what kid's going to take over, blah, 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 so on and so forth. And the kids are like filthy friggin' rich. 
And in the last episode, Kendall, the oldest kid or second oldest kid in the story, we see his apartment, which we don't see that often. That exact apartment just listed for sale. It's on the Upper West Side. It's one of the tallest buildings in the Upper West Side. Uh, oh, you want to take a guess? Do you need like the stats? You want to know what we're dealing? It's a penthouse. It's a two-level penthouse. What's what street is it on? It's on the Upper West Side. Did you you saw the story? No. Okay, um, I don't know if you heard my wife, but she just guessed the exact amount. <laughs> I swear to God. I swear to God, I did not see that. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Hold on. Wait. Um, uh, the other brother's penthouse just went for 38 mil. His is a little less. 28. $29 million. Five, <laughs> five bedroom home. $29 million. That's Wait. another thing people can't understand. Go ahead. Who is it exactly? The actor in? Yeah, it's the, it, no, it's not the act. It's his, it's the, the, the show, the, the apartment his character was on, on the show. Oh. That exact apartment is on, is for sale right now. $29 million. Jesus. And it's been for sale for quite some time, which tells me that, Whoever is selling it got them to come in and film the episode there so that they could use this as a marketing uh, thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's the other thing people don't get. And I'm learning this through TikTok. People don't understand New York real estate and why people move to New York with the cost of the prices, like how insane the prices are. Mm-hmm. Because everybody does those, like, let me show you my apartment and how much I'm paying. And then they, <laughs> the next, the next TikTok they make is, Fuck you guys. I want to live in New York. Like that's always the the order of the TikToks of those people. <clears throat> Let me just tell you this cuz I just thought of this today. Um this guy that I used to work with, well he was on the board of directors. He bought his Brooklyn um townhouse, Brooklyn Heights townhouse for 2.3 million in 1991. That was a lot of money back then, right? Yeah. Did you say? Mm-hmm. He was going to sell it in 2015 for forty million dollars. Now, <clears throat> where it is, it's a great location, obviously, and it's like there's a lot of apartments in there. It has fifty rooms, but forty million. Uh, Matt Damon actually came in to look at it to buy it. Really? Mm-hmm. Damn. Crazy. It's insane. Like the best real the best investment thing that you could have that any of us could have done is bought something 10 years ago. Yep. That's the best thing we could have possibly done. Yep. Stupid. It's it's crazy stupid. That's why, like, whenever this little dip comes around, like you could ask my wife, she'll she's gonna scream at me, but I am dying to just buy anything. Like, I feel like I want to max out everything we have just to buy like four or five fucking things and just wait five or seven years for it to just explode again and then unload all that shit at the height. Well, that's how it goes here. But even in Florida now, um, it's much more expensive than it used to be. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Crazy, but it is. It is nuts. Well, Florida's nuts. Did you hear what DeSantis said today? What? 
DeSantis is all pissy because he did this shit to get back at Disney and then Disney cut a deal behind his back, rendering everything he did useless. So today he came out and said, I'm either going to put a, another uh, amusement park next to Magic Kingdom or a prison. I'm not sure. Like, <laughs> what a fucking thing. To like a prison or an amusement park right next to fucking Disney World. Like, I, I like that he's riling shit up, but I mean, you got to be a real huge asshole to be like, you know, it'll it'll fit well right next to space. You know what people are going to want to see is they're enjoying their Mickey bars is a fucking prison. Right. The the yard of a prison. Yeah. Like how big of a dick do you (laughs) have to be? Mm. I just don't get it. All right. Last story, Jay Sabs. Uh, The CEO of Google was on 60 Minutes and he explained last night that even they don't understand AI and how it works (laughs) and all that shit. Well, like he's like, we we set it up. We understand that part. He goes, but as far as what it does from there, we just we don't know how it does it. Did you hear Rihanna singing all these different songs in AI? Yeah, there's a lot of that stuff going around. It's actually pretty funny. I heard in Nirvana's. I talked about this last episode. There was somebody somebody ran all of Nirvana's catalog through an AI thing and the AI wrote a Nirvana song. Wrote and see? recorded. Oh, really? See? Uh, completely on its own, based off of past recordings. Mm. Right. I just, I watched a video today where Casey, do you know Casey Neistat? Yeah. He's like a big vlogger. He was a big vlogger. He told chat GPT, the AI thing, to write a Casey Neistat episode. And it Ooh. did. Oh, shit. Okay. It was bullshit. It was terrible. But it was... A lot of the elements of that's the of the kind of stuff that's like in his normal videos. Basically, anything that you tell a computer, any information you put in, you can do whatever that you want with it, and it'll do it. Yeah, so. yeah. Somebody sent me a video. Uh, I don't know how true this is, so take this for what it's mm. worth. Mm. But somebody sent me a video of they were they taught this robot, this AI robot how to do like these mundane tasks, like warehouse work, like that, like an Amazon warehouse worker would do. And that at a certain point, it realized how monotonous the work was. And it literally killed itself. Literally. (laughs) Oh boy. It, it terminated its own programming. Yep. I can see that. That cannot make you feel good as an Amazon warehouse worker today or a data entry person who keeps doing the same stuff over yeah and over and over and the other weird thing is like i said i said this once before too they're telling ai to like go train the other ai and it's doing it and so now Mm -hmm. it's learning that it can do that and it's showing other ai how to do shit so i mean we're not far i don't know what's going to kill us first honestly oh Uh, now i want to watch i robot with will smith yeah that's a good movie it's what's gonna kill us first: another pandemic, aliens, or AI. You you pick your you pick, or a fungus infection. Well, pandemic's fake. Aliens are real, and um, <laughs> AI. I'm not really sure. Right? Yeah. We'll see. I just don't even know. Mm-hmm. I just don't even know. Here, Misfit Jester saw it killed itself only after 15 minutes of wage <laughs> labor. Please. Yeah. I, it saw how shitty it was and was just like, fuck this. Right. I was like, um, actually, never mind. Good. Yeah. 
I like Bird's response. AI could never be as out of control as me. There you go. There you go. That's mm -hmm. a good point. Oof. Speaking of out of control, that 420 show, man. I mean, it was intense at times. Did you? Who did you bring on? I did not make the show. Sorry, guys. Yeah, no, it's okay. Uh, Beat My Drum was on for a, a bunch, and Hey, Would You Blow Me was on for a bunch. Okay. Again, like people kept popping in, and then we'd be talking about something, and then I'd go to like, I'm like, oh, I got to bring that person on, and then they would be gone. And then somebody else would pop, or then two people would pop in at one time, and then I'm like, all right, I'm going to do this one. And then we'd just be in the middle of a subject, and then it just, the opportunity would be gone. And so, like, they were like, screw it. Like, I think if people felt like if they didn't get on right away, they weren't going to get on. Right. Um, and I, I meant to say that and just couldn't couldn't foster the words. Huh? Because <laughs> I was having a bit of a time. On, on oh, what did you take? No, oh, you don't even want to know. Oh, boy. Um, I will. I'll leave this out here as we as we wrap up. I so I got a new batch of gummies and tested it out on Friday, took one and thought this isn't going to be enough. So Saturday afternoon, I took two uh -oh. and three hours later, I still like I, two and a half hours later, I still wasn't really I'm like, this is not where this is supposed to be. So I took another one. Okay. So I was three times what, you know, would normally be. And by the time the show rolled around, I'm not sure if I said anything, to be honest with you. It was mostly Frank and beat my drum talking the whole entire time. Oh, boy. Yeah, I'm not sure how much I actually said. Oh, boy. Okay. That was well, that. good for you. It'll be an entertaining show nonetheless. Uh, any final thoughts there, Jay Sams? Oh, boy. Now I feel right on the spot with the closing you gonna music. Are you going to update us tomorrow? Are we going to get like a text update at least mm -hmm. so that we could follow along with what's happening with you if you're getting Carter off to prison or not? We'll see. All right. All right I guess take me. Children, find a way home. <laughs> All right. So on our Twitter or somewhere or Instagram or we'll reshare JSAB's Instagram. I don't know how we're going to do it, but we'll update everybody on what's going on. Are you sure you can't put me in jail? <laughs> I need a good night's sleep. Please rest me. Right. Jesus Christ. All right. Well, that's right. it. Uh, Jay Sabs, you're brilliant as always. Oh, thank you. Thanks for not bailing on us for some Metallica Star Wars fan fiction podcast. I appreciate that wholeheartedly. Slash liberal pussies of America. <laughs> All right, we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Don't forget to become a member. Link in the description below. We will see you on Wednesday. Show me potato salad. Maybe we should go now. Go ahead. <laughs>